I'll just say a few words about the reading we did today, Walking the Razor's Edge. Um, so I hope some of you are experiencing the joy of walking the razor's edge. Um, Joko uses the, uh, the word joy quite a lot in our talks, um, in distinction to happiness or excitement. Um, sometimes joy is probably um, a state of consciousness which we is so subtle that sometimes we may even miss it ourselves or maybe fail to notice it sometimes. So, um, I mean, we are, we have images of joyousness, um, but I think, and, and, and the sense of, but I think that's closer to what Joker means by happiness, really being happy or joyous about something, but quality of joys, I think what she's after is more of a uh, the sense of not when we're not preoccupied with our self-centered thoughts, how our hearts can open in a very subtle way. And, um, and because many of us, not all of us, but many of us have um, grown up in families and communities and cultures where there's been a lot of drama and upset. Um, often because, because joy is not really about drama or upset, it's often something which uh, uh, we're not trained maybe very well to appreciate. Um, so to appreciate the stillness and to, you know, as we do here, appreciate the birds and the, the sound of the, the cattle chewing on the grass. Um, to actually uh, appreciate all those moments that we have were actually quite joyful. But um, in our lives, um, uh, um, you know, we've been talking about intentionally uh, observing any upsets that may occur in our lives. don't know how you've been going with that and uh, maybe you're all at the stage of practice where you've, been, you know, you've moved beyond upset. Um, and, 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 and in terms of putting this within the context of um, the self-centered dream or the dream and, um, and joy, or being present probably is fair enough to you know to, to distinguish two basic modes of existence or two ways of being that human beings are, are, are have have available to them the dominant mode and the mode in which we're most often you could even call it our default mode is the mode of narrative and story the mode of uh, being caught in our thoughts um, having a sense of ourselves existing in time through past through to the future and um, and then there's the uh, the mode of being awareness or the mode of really being present where we're much more uh, in harmony and connected to the basic sense of aliveness uh, where where our story or our thoughts are, are not so significant <clears throat> 
and um, sometimes that comes upon us as a sense, almost like a sense of grace, or as in our practice, we we uh, we practice um, bringing ourselves back to the present moment, and hopefully that becomes more available to us uh, as a place we can feel at home within most of the time in our everyday life. But to be human beings, it's not possible to be a human being without um, navigating the, the dream world. And and, uh, and I guess from a practice point of view, if it's, um, it's uh, we, we cannot exist without navigating us our way through the dream world, then it's how, how do we do that skillfully? And um, so I'd like to suggest that we can, you know, make it also make a distinction uh, between um, a dream which is a bit of a nightmare <laughs> and, uh, and a dream which is more in harmony with our practice, with our intention, uh, with our intention of living a life which is full and whole and non-harming to ourselves and others. Um, I don't know about you, but um, whether if you're in, in the, either in the helping professions or the teaching profession or in relationships with family members, um, I remember when I was a lot younger, um, getting caught in an upset and a drama used to be um, either my own or someone else's, used to be quite common. Now these days it doesn't happen as much in my everyday life, but uh, sometimes when I witness other people caught in the, the, uh, the self-centered dream, which has turned into a nightmarish kind of experience, it's quite quite interesting um, because I'm not in the nightmare I, I can see clearly that they're in a nightmare um, but to them it, it, it feels really real because unlike a, a normal nightmare that we wake up from in the middle of the night um, the nightmares of everyday life are seen really real to us and um, and it's, uh, and I see people, you know, whether it's, um, could be an issue around, you know, how I've been treated at work, um, could be an issue around um, um, how things are getting out of control at work, um, maybe someone's made a complaint about me, um, um, then I start to feel the whole world's against me. Um, or it could be an issue that arises in a relationship where, where we feel hurt or insulted by what someone said to us. And um, the whole thing can have this real escalating, a lot, of, a lot of upsets do seem to have this quality of catastrophizing about them. And um, when you're not in that person's nightmare, you sort of, um, you, can, you can sort of observe it and see how it's um, totally not necessary for that person to be experiencing the nightmare. Because um, right now, if they could just come back to the actual reality of what's happening right now, what, they will, what would they come back to? Well, they just come back to the fact that they're just sitting here with me or somewhere else and they're just breathing and hearing and seeing, tasting and smelling, just life, living life. Um, but that's totally not available when 
someone's caught up in an upset. And um, it's so, you know, to witness the, the intensity of people's suffering, which is totally unnecessary when they're caught in these upsets. And, um, and like, like Joko says in this, in this reading, there's just so many ways in which people can get upset. And, uh, and often, really, uh, for most of us, in, 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 you know, we're, not, we're not at the point where we're going to starve to death. We're not at that point where someone's going to blow us up with a bomb. Um, the, the degree of anxiety and the degree of fear we're experiencing is all being generated by the drama in our heads. And um, I see this so often in how the, uh, what's going on, the drama in our, in our minds gets projected and the whole world becomes a nightmare and the whole world is uh, hostile. And, and that's, that's why a lot of these upsets are really driven by, the, by threat and, um, and the sense in which we start to experience threats all around us and the world becomes a really frightening and hostile place. Um, so, Joko asks how to bring uh, that, that sense of separation back together again, um, how to experience a sense of being embedded and whole back in life. And, um, one of the hardest things is to actually um, see if we can return to our direct experience of the upset, whether it's fear, whether it's jealousy, whether it's feeling hurt, whether it's feeling within our bodies. And um, to see if we can just return to, um, to witnessing that and to, to try just to see if we can just step back from getting caught in the storyline. And of course, our practice is to try and, as best we can, to, to name those thoughts when we do, or to name those storylines that we often get caught into. And the more we do that, um, it um, allows us more to return back to the physical sensations. But there's always a resistance to doing that, and that's okay as well. Um, the resistance to experiencing exactly what we're experiencing right now. Um, is, is, is um, part, part of being a human being, part of our practice. And, uh, and we just try and bring our awareness to that resistance, the awareness to how we're trying to escape it or avoid this moment, this um, wanting to... What is it about? How do, why is it we get so attached to the drama, so attached to the, uh, the intensity of it all? And... Um, like she says uh, in in the reading, it's um, almost like um, you know I, it feels good sometimes to be consumed by those fiery, self-righteous thoughts, and um, and it's one way of avoiding avoiding the pain. Um, but um, our practice is to see that see that trap and uh, to come back to what. Joker means by walking the razor's edge. He's just coming back to that edge all the time, the edge in which we uh, experience ourselves as becoming separated off, experience ourselves as being separated from life. And 
In reality, we're never, we're never separate from life. It's just the storyline and the uh, getting caught in the thoughts which separate us. All, all of a sudden, we're worrying about the, the future that hasn't happened yet. Instead of just coming back home to this moment. Which most of the time, I'd say 99.9% or more of the time, is perfectly safe. The only thing that's driving the threat system often is the is our mind. Even when it's a threatening situation, or a real situation at work, where we may feel uh, our career is in danger, um, the fact that we keep returning and returning and returning and returning to that thought all the time just keeps keeps generating that that threat-based system so that we could we have this continuous sense of impending doom all the time. And I see this a lot in uh, how it works in people's lives. And um, so what are, what are some of the what are skillful ways of working with that? How can we get the, um, maybe, maybe there's a kind of like, you know, we've got these two ways of being. I think it's, it's difficult to have both feet in the here and now present moment. Well, sometimes we can maybe approximate that, but maybe it's a more of a question of we have you know one foot in the dream and one foot in the present moment. And so, like you know, keeping one foot in the present moment is kind of like just staying in touch with the with the breathing and the sounds. Keep stopping and returning, reminding ourselves to return to that. Keeping one foot in that reality. And on the other hand, trying to bring the dream into, into more of a harmony with that, like um, to try and um, focus the dream back onto the people we care about in our lives or um, what's important or meaningful to us in our lives, what are our intentions that we're standing for in our lives. From a practice point of view, the vows the, or the commitments that we make um, to do this practice, um, it will take different versions for each of you. But like, um, and um, even um, using um, some kind of visualization to get back in touch with the safe place, um, using some skillful means to um, step back from the nightmare and come back into a dream which is more conducive of our well-being. And, um, and, and, and bringing and returning us back home again. So, you know, it's really important then in our practice to pay attention to, um, you know, what are the traps we can get caught into in terms of the negative stories we tell of ourselves or our life. Catch ourselves doing that, I mean, name it, come back to the present moment, but then also remind ourselves of, um, the storyline in our life that we really value, the uh, the story that we really want our lives to be about, the uh, and um, reminding ourselves as uh, how we are actually often keeping in step with that storyline and keeping that present, keeping that present in our practice in terms of what we might read or chant or the commitments we might make or the values that we have, keeping them visible writing them down even, uh, keeping a journal, writing letters to ourselves or others, and um, uh, keeping it going through rituals, if, you, if that's helpful, um, on a regular basis. 
And uh, so these these are all skillful means of, of living uh, within within the dream, but subtly moving from getting caught in the self-centered dream, which is often just um, a recipe for feeling threatened because we feel separate, to making a more life, coming to a more life-centered dream, which is more about uh, living in harmony with ourselves and others and life. And um, so I think that's, um, that's important to, um, we don't necessarily have to let go of the narrative and the dream, but it's important to facilitate and cultivate a narrative which is supportive of a practice of just being here and now. So I'll just leave it at that, and uh, we'll just keep sitting till the end of the the period. Um,